Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with me right here than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am so grateful for your care to be consistent in listening. But I'm also encouraging you to go deeper and care to give. A lot of times we take for granted that which really strengthens us and nourishes us because what was best in life has been given to us for free in terms of our breath and our heartbeat and everything that really constitutes that which is the substance of our lives we don't have to work for it we don't have to beg for it we don't have to slave for it it is our gift that is life and so therefore because the greatest thing becomes freely to us, has been gifted to us, then a lot of times we don't really support that which is also being gifted to us, given to us, so that we are able to be more, to do more, to stand in a greater alignment with the truth of ourselves. And the frequency of ghetto, we have to really begin to look at it a little deeper because God, the intelligence of existence, only created the divinity of itself in its multiplicity of expression through absolutely everything and everyone. And so that which we refer to as God never made ghettos. The ghetto is a creation of men, a creation of what I refer to as the corporate deities of death. The ghetto is representative of being out of alignment with the height of oneself. Ghetto is typified by clutter and filth and broken bottles from the alcohol industry and trash from the fast food industry and that which constitutes filth in the wastage of things, the littering and all of that. But there is a deeper level of where ghetto starts in terms of the depletion and the deficiency of the life force of the beings, which constitutes so much of what we see in the addiction and the homelessness and the alcoholism and the drug use and abuse. We have to come to a point and place and space where we really care to really get to the root of the issues here because where we are requires us to take responsibility for being able to respond correctly and directly to what is needed in our now moment. And in our now moment, it's necessary for us to realize that that which we see in the streets is filth. That which we see as the um, the candy wrappers and the chewing gum and the cigarette butts and the uh, aluminum tops from the canned things and the glass from the alcohol bottles and the used uh, mask and used gloves and used condoms and all of the 
trash that we find in the streets, that this is literally refuse. But the real trash and the real filth is actually in the tissues and in the bodies and the hearts and the blood of the people. And this is something we can do something about. To have a people who emphasize so much of their manicured lawns and clean streets and whatnot, and then have areas where there is overcrowding. We grew up with what we have referred to as projects. And the project is a manipulation of psychologists and psychiatrists and city planners and whatnot to create a frequency of energy that that really is marginalization of poor people. Poorer people because of the deprivation and the deficiency that has been created as a result of feeding people feeding youth growing up with the flesh of dead animals as food. And many of us, all of us, most of us were impacted and affected by it. We grew up with it. We didn't think anything of it because it was the way. And for all intents and purposes, it's still the way. But it's the way of error. It is the way of sickness. It is the way of illness. It is the way of degradation and violation and incarceration. It is the path of adulteration where we are no longer in the image of that and who we've been created by and for. The expression of the will, the light, the love, the peace, the poise, the power, the potency, the clarity, the gen- the, uh, the genius of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is foundational and causational and that which beats everybody's heart and breathes everything and everyone. And so in order to step out of a ghetto mentality and a ghetto frequency and a ghetto vibration, then one still has to clean up. But the issue that we're dealing with on this North American continent that we refer to as America or the United States of America, that we have to realize that there are so many ones who work for these companies that there could be no corporate deities of death except there are people who go to work in the perpetuation and the proliferation and the continuation of the mission of distribution and manufacturing all of these products for the purpose of profit. And those who invest heavily with that. And so we have to come to a point in place where as individuals of communities and families and society, we have to make a decision as to what we truly care to see, how we truly care to be, what is it that we are giving and leaving for our lineages, our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren and whatnot. But the earth does not need us.
But we have to realize that everything that is of substance and value is coming from the earth. We ourselves did not come up out the earth. We ourselves have come to the earth. And everything that we hoard and possess and bend over backwards to acquire and to have and to hold and possess and whatnot, these things will be left here when we are gone. And because there has been an agenda through capitalism and free enterprise that constitutes the genocide and the depopulation that has facilitated a pandemic of insanity and stupidity and abortion and heart disease and cancer and upper respiratory issues and suicide and homicide and all of these issues that are the reflection of uh, ill people and an ill thought then now is our time to rethink it all and to begin to make distinctions between the world and the earth and to begin to see that the world is constructed through the thoughts and actions of people The earth was already here before we came and she will continue once we have exhausted our life force or we've left. And she will continue to regenerate because she is a living organism that is animated by an absolute and supreme intelligence that beats all of our hearts and breathes us in our duty, obligation, and responsibility in life is to really live it from the orientation of knowing or caring in the cultivation of the divinity of existence itself. And therefore, when we look at what we refer, what I refer to as the death industries, the tobacco, the alcohol, the sugar, the meat, the dairy, the candy, all of those things with lit- that literally usurp the life force of those who consume it, that allow for the proliferation of viruses, bacterial organisms, and whatnot. And so those ones who are the few who are passing away or dying from what is being labeled the COVID-19 or the coronavirus really are those ones who have been partaking consistently of the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and the pus and mucus of cows and the fish and the seafood and all of the scavengers of whatnot and the body is filled to overflowing, saturated, concentrated with pesticides, herbicide, larvicide, antibiotic hormone, other chemical residues, plus the rotting, the decaying and the decomposition of the carcasses of these creatures. And it's not a pretty thing to think about nor to see so why do we participate with it is because this has been facilitated as culture but it's a death culture 
And the death culture cannot be sustained and maintained and there are no ones who profit from it. And so our opportunity in our now moment is to no longer participate with it. So that we are able to have the benefit of the higher thought of really knowing the order of existence and getting into harmony with it. as our way and means of facilitating the greater good on behalf of everything and everybody, including Mother Earth, Mother Nature, all of her creatures, the ecology of the planet, but also giving us the opportunity to have leverage over all of the sickness, the illness, and disease. That is not what we're here to really create. So we have to begin to rethink this so that we have an understanding and an understanding that multi-trillion dollar business in sickness, illness, and disease has to be facilitated, created by an ill people. Because healthy, well, and whole beings could not possibly create multi-trillion dollar business in sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood, as popular and common activity, collective learning and education, and the path of prosperity. So we have to pay attention to who you're paying attention to and to realize because when you turn on your morning shows and they're exalting um, hamburgers and things, even with uh, Oprah when she was on regular network and whatnot, she was, you know, exalting the flesh of dead animals as food. And when she had... um, I don't remember his name, Howard, somebody who was a generational cattle rancher and whatnot. And she said, oh, well, I'll no longer, I'll never eat beef again or whatever. And the stocks fell and then those ones tried to sue her and this and that. And then after all of that, she came back and said, I don't care what you all eat. (laughs) You know, it's like she went through all of that. I don't care what you all eat. And the next thing you know, she's bringing forward barbecue uh, establishments and stuff. And I'm just saying is that when those ones who have climbed the ladder of real monetary success are still feeding from the flesh and carcasses of dead animals, then realize that we have yet to really see a liberated people. We have literally not seen people who are in the fullness of their light. And so it's necessary for us to really care, to set a new objective for our living. If we will truly live And so getting to 
the thought that life is worship. And the way that we live and how we are oriented in our being as beings upon the planet is the real foundation for what real worship actually is. And so for those who love to kill and have now inundated the entertainment industry, the movie industry, the television shows and whatnot with so much killing, so much murder mystery, so much warfare in the world and in the video games to have our children training as mercenary and killers through gaming. We must have an understanding that there is seriously something corrupt in the perpetuation and the exaltation of killing murder and death as fun and entertainment and profit. And we would be led to think that this is just a natural part of what it is to live. But the foundation of having a love, a hunger, and a thirst for killing and for feeding off the carcasses of that which has been killed, feeding off of that which has no life force, feeding off of that which is dead, feeding off of that which has to literally rot, decay, and decompose within the body once it is consumed. This thought and this practice and this habit and this culture it's something that needs to literally die. That no one is participating in it. Because it is the evidence of the ignorance, the disregard, the disrespect, the disobedience of the laws that govern existence itself in our not respecting the right of other beings to have the right to their lives, to be participatory with the intelligence of existence in the exaltation of the divinity of existence. And to know that we cannot have culture that is a death culture and survive it. And so the pandemic that is actually already and has been in full effect under a conscious agenda of genocide and depopulation has been perpetuated through the death industries, the meat industry, where people are raising pigs and cows and turkeys and chickens and hen and fish and all of these things for their slaughter and the serving of their carcasses to people as food. 
the school systems, miseducational systems have proliferated the lies that we have to have protein in order to be healthy and the protein that we eat should be coming from an animal source. This is something that has gone back for generations. And so many people think, and many well-intentioned authors and whatnot, medical doctors and philosophers and all of that, have felt as though because they've traveled all over the world and they've never really found any uh, completely vegan or vegetarian cultures or villages or tribes or whatever, then it doesn't need to exist. History has shown us that civilizations have come and gone, have risen and fallen without giving us an understanding or an understanding as to what contributed to the rise and what facilitated the fall. And whether we study history or not or have a proper uh, orientation based upon someone else's summation of what happened then being astute students of life in the now currency of being would have us to come to that place and space where we have an understanding that we're standing by virtue of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is the only absolute and supreme intelligence that is the source of all being. Therefore, when we are warring against any other one or whether we are undermining the lives of any other ones, where we are killing other ones, where we are feeding off of other ones, then we are in violation of that which we refer to as God, the order of existence, the laws of existence, and therefore there is absolute justice in existence that means that seeds that we have sown will create a harvest that is consistent with that that we have sown. Sowing the seeds of sickness, illness, disease, and death has created a harvest of sickness, illness, disease, and death. And within that, the trauma centers that are the hospitals, the pharmacology and the pharmaceutical businesses and the genetic modification of organisms and the surgeries, the organ harvesting, and all of these things are a part of it. And so we have to come to that place and space where we realize that whoever you are, wherever you are, you are this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is either male, female, both or neither. <laughs> and in terms of the being and how you express your your true beingness. But there's no way to come into the fullness of the light of the truth of ourselves when our blood is defiled, when our tissues are filled with 
nitrates and nitrites and BHA and BHT and all manners of preservatives and antibiotics and chemicals and hormones and things that are also um, creating the acidity and the toxicity that allows for the proliferation of bacteria, organisms, viruses that begin to feed on the flesh and the foul and the filth that is in the tissues of the people. And because of this social global manipulation that is going to create more death as a result of those bodies that are already filled with all of this toxicity that the spirits in those bodies now conforming to some lie of contagion in the air so that they are masking running walking driving shopping inhaling the waste that the system of respiration for the respiriting the oxygenation and should be releasing the carbon dioxide into the atmosphere the atmosphere can take and reconstitute oxygen for us so there will be more sickness because of the lies that are being perpetuated that this is a way to contain a contagion when the actual contagion is just the disregard, the disrespect, the ignorance, the misalignment, and the disconnect with the intelligence of existence and the intelligence of one's own being to the degree to which people are following a script that has been issued by those who have proven in their failure to truly protect children as well as youth as well as women and everyone else from the manipulation the psychological and behavioral modification that is foundation in the advertising industry and commercialism that is the wheel of capitalism and having us ignore that intelligence exalts a full effort in its living and those who are not and cannot and will not have come to that place because their behavior has been modified so we're having an opportunity to get real about what we truly care to see 
and how we truly care to be in our now moment. Particularly those of us who are maturing. Men, the progenitor of lineages, womb demand the perpetuator of lineages. And to know that there is justice and there is law. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle. This is Adama, your voice of the resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. circle and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are and praying that you care to be all that you are as this point of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless endless infinite and eternal and at the beginning of this set I started out with John Legend Roots Common and Melanie Fiona with Wake Up Everybody and then Alicia Keys Wake Up then Elishiva's Wake Up. And then the sounds of blackness, Hold On, and I'm Going All the Way. And then Earth, Wind, and Fires, Keep Your Head to the Sky. And people have not really seen how crucial it is When you have millions of people who are doing the same things or following the same scripts, when those scripts and those things are not in the best interest of anybody, and so our whole society, the world, world culture that is death culture, has to shift, it has to die. Because there's, it's not sustainable. And so our having an understanding as to the divinity of existence and how divinely designed our bodies are. That our bodies are our vehicles and vessels for navigating this physical, material, spiritual, but corporal and temporal existence that there is a best way to facilitate our greatest way of being, to have the greatest life, to have the greatest longevity and legacy. Exalted thought for an exalted walk requires a clean bloodstream. And we've been socialized by those ones who on one hand, these ones over here exalt 
God. They exalt Jesus. They exalt all of the saints, the saviors, and this and that. But then behind closed doors, they are immersed in things that are undermining the integrity of the character that they are as these points or those ones who would exalt that divinity. And so we've been socialized to feel that to be human means that you are fallible, that you are sinful. It is your nature. So why should you try to do anything differently? There's no perfection. Nobody's perfect. You keep hearing that. So people don't strive for it because it's part of our adulterated programming so that we don't expect much of ourselves. And so, but when we clean our bloodstreams, it becomes a lot easier to be rightly aligned with that which is going to really create the greatest good for all involved. And everything and everybody is affected by that which we do, that which is done consistently over time by many, 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 many ones. And so the past few weeks I've programmed womanhood and manhood and children and family to get to the point that we each are already connected as family in life. There's no disconnect except for our being out of alignment in exalting or not exalting a full effort in our living, but that's what psychology has done for us. Figured out a way to undermine the natural intelligence of a person to the degree to which we will hunger and crave and lust for that which has no value, no substance that which is cellularly depleting, nutritionally deficient, and then we want it more than we want life itself. That's manipulation, behavior modification. This is the effect and the impact of the chemicals in our tissues. And why I offer life support at 678 Seven six zero nine two nine nine, because the evidence of it is showing up in all manners of mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, financial difficulties. And for so many ones to have an orientation and have a thought about God or or not. You understand that to be in a place and space where we acknowledge that there's this supreme intelligence or this being that is God. But, you know, we have a different orientation as to how we um, imagine that being to be. But I'm saying that the intelligence of existence is the intelligence of all being. Being in and of itself is the gift that we each have been given. And we don't function haphazardly, and we weren't designed haphazardly. There is order to absolutely everything, except for 
the minds and the hearts of the people who feed and defile and use profit and capitalism and entitlement to justify why it is that they would war against other ones when we were given the intelligence with which to really create cooperation and community because there is a common unity between us as breathing beings, seeing beings, thinking beings. But to have our greatest degree of harmony be the degradation and violation is charged upon our blood through meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, alcohol, tobacco, sugar, and all manners of other things that are creating all manners of other issues that put our children in detriment for pedophilia and sex trafficking and pornography and murder and rape and all of these things to be so prevalent, we have to realize it's because of the filth that's charged upon the blood of the people, those ones who participate in it. And the fact that those of us who have been educated have not figured out a way to stop all of this. And so in order for us to create a greater way, a greater society, we have to stop poisoning ourselves and ourselves and our children. In order for us to really rejoice in the gift and the blessedness of being, we have to consciously care to acknowledge the gift and the blessing that being actually is and to know that there's duty, obligation, and responsibility in the perpetuation and the exaltation of life and wholeness in order to really have the greatest wealth and profit and prosperity. But to have a mindset where you think that killing everything and everybody is your entitlement and your right is showing really the degree of impoverishment that is actually there in your insecurity. That you would prefer to be a violator, a usurper, a liar, a murderer, one who devastates communities and whatnot. So so we're having to be in a place and space where we will no longer participate. You understand how much sense does it make to support those who have proven that they don't have your well-being at heart? What sense does it make, monetary or otherwise, to consistently buy the products of those ones whose lineages, whose fathers and forefathers and grandfathers and whatnot captured us, enslaved us, beat us, raped us, hung us, castrated us, set us afire, tarred and feathered us, and these are their businesses. The meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish, the alcohol, tobacco, sugar, these are their businesses. And those businesses lay foundation for all of the hospitals and the surgeries and the pharmaceuticals and the body parts business and 
all of this stuff that goes on. I'm just saying is that we have to come to a point in place where we will not be a detriment to ourselves or ourselves to have leverage over it, but to follow the auspices of those who, who are not leading in light. You understand? To be under the forces of Satan, Lucifer, the devil, and whatnot, and then think that there's some leverage that you can have when you participate with them and their methodology of of sickness, illness, disease, and death. And then you've got all these medications. You've got bags of medications on all these pharmaceuticals because you live that life. You, you are a detriment to yourself. But you don't have to be. You can shift. You can change your mind. Aren't you tired of the pain? Aren't you tired of being sick? Aren't you tired of feeling bad? Aren't you tired of the the excess weight and waste and, and all of what you're seeing yourself go through? What did you imagine for your life from the time you were a youth to now? Did you aspire towards sickness, illness, disease, and death as the way that you be? And then for people to be in the midst of eternity, see, I'm just saying that we are suspended in the reality of eternity upon a planet that is as big as a dot within existence itself. And there is nothing but order. And so, yes, sometimes you've got to hear, hear, we hear the lie all the time. We see the liars all the time. Those ones who perpetuate and propagate like they got it all together and whatnot. These people are the most degenerate and decrepit and uh, violating folk on the planet, okay? And y'all follow them, really? And so within everyone, you know, we've got this mix that goes on, this mix of of good, bad, right, ugly, and all of that. And I'm just saying is that we have to be very deliberately, very intensely intentional in living our lives, not dying our lives, living our lives, exalting life, reaching for life, having an understanding and an understanding that life is the gift. And you can't create anything greater. And by virtue of the intelligence of it, then we are co-creators in it and with it. And in this now moment, we have the opportunity to recreate this. Our society, our health, our wealth, our, our communities. And for those who are socially active and community active and whatnot, and you are on high blood pressure meds and... Uh, have various cancers of sorts and this and that this this is the time for our healing this is a time to realize that it's very difficult almost impossible to truly properly serve anything or anybody else when you yourself are not well and we've heard the phrase misery loves company and when the miserable decide that they want to be less miserable, what do they do? They drink, they smoke, they get high. You understand? They do things to self-medicate. But it doesn't facilitate the healing, the wholeness, the right alignment, the reconciliation, the restoration, the revitalization, revivification. 
we can do this. But you have to have a circle of support to do it. You know, anybody that's really progressing in life and prospering, whether it's business people or or uh, the millionaires or whatever it's like, at some point you have to really get real clear that you can't be a detriment to yourself. You can't throw your money away on things that undermine things and people and prosper. There's order and there's law and there's justice. And right now the justice that is in full effect is the justice from the animals that have been slaughtered, the billions of creatures. And that's what's showing up as the heart disease, the cancer, the diabetes, the strokes and whatnot. And that's why we have to get to a place in our spirit, in our mind, in our desire, in our care that we will no longer participate in supporting the death industries. And for those who work in their behalf, then you have to support yourselves cleanse yourself so that you have a greater thought because there's a greater work. Nobody has been authorized by the will of existence, the intelligence of existence, the laws of existence, or that which is the creator of all of existence itself to be the perpetuators of sickness, illness, disease, death, as livelihood. That's not what we're here to do. And it matters that we care. To be on the path of a gloriously rising destiny, as opposed to being on a trajectory, cataclysmic ride with demise and death. And so, shifting, changing, clearing, cleansing, purifying, consecrating the body as the temple for the re-enthronement of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses is what I'm speaking to and exalting. It's not just about being plant-based. It's not just about being vegan or vegetarian. It's not just about what you're eating. It's about how you're being and acknowledging the order and caring. When we have women Women who are teachers, women who are doctors, women who are lawyers, women who are mayors and congresswomen and mothers and daughters and granddaughters and great-granddaughters and grandmothers and great-grandmothers and whatnot. And we don't know how to eat. We don't know how to feed. And particularly those of us who are melanin-dominated and been referred to as black women in America or African American women or Negro women, whatever. We are literally in serious crisis. We are in crisis all over the planet. And we're not responding correctly and directly to being in a state of emergency. Consciously caring to respond, doing that which is truly in our own best interest with a sense of urgency. But that's the effect of the chemicals, the inebriants, the intoxicants, the artificial colors and flavors and all of the things that are cellularly oppressive. 
And so those who've been listening to me for quite a while, you hear that I'm, I'm saying the same thing over and over again because we keep doing the same things over and over again. We are steeped in the repetition of reaching for that which has no substance and value. Consistently eating the flesh. And people say, oh, well, I just do fish and chicken. You're still eating the flesh. You're still consuming that which is dead. You're still bringing viruses and bacteria into your body that would not ordinarily be there and are preventing the elimination of all of the bacteria and viruses and pathogens and organisms and worms and chemicals and whatnot that were in your system from the beef, the pork, the chicken, all other stuff that you've done in your lifetime. And this is why I'm emphasizing because we have not really understood that from the time we were young, very young, eating hamburgers and hot dogs and salami and bologna and this and that. You understand? It's chemicals in this stuff. Those chemicals are in the brain. We are seeing this expansion, this growth, this proliferation of of degenerative disease and neurological dysfunction and dementia and Alzheimer's and all of this, not realizing that these chemicals have concentrated, saturated, contraindicated in the brain, the pineal glands, the organs, the thyroid, and all of this. And the only thing the doctors can do is try to remove cysts and tumors, try to take away the glands and the organs and whatnot that are so filled with toxicity, but never do they really emphasize the need for cleansing And it's good that we are now seeing those ones who are perpetuating a plant-based lifestyle. But even with them, they are not really emphasizing the depth of cellular cleansing that we can facilitate and should facilitate on a daily basis. For the most expeditious healing and wholeness. We've bought into the lies of these people to the degree to which those of us who have not matriculated through med school, you say, or other ones say, well, you ain't no doctor. You understand? But the doctors are not healers. The pharmacists are not healers. We've taken on the value of these people. You know, so those ones who go to school and say, oh, well, you know, she's going to school for pharmacology. I'm like, okay, well, you know, really? (laughs) And even in this day, so many people are spending all of this money going to school. You're going to school and you're spending all this money and you can't generate real money from these degrees because at no time were you really supported in understanding how to feed and so eating hamburgers and hot dogs and fast food and pizza and cheese and all of this and you know and uh, uh, dousing the blood with uh, 
carbonated beverages and alcohol and coffee and whatnot while you are in school matriculating, trying to get your degrees and whatnot, puts you in a position where you can't use the information that's there because you're not thinking. We can regurgitate the information, but regurgitation of the information does not really constitute true thought. And so in our now moment, to really align ourselves with the intelligence that beats our hearts and breathes us to the degree to which we will no longer be a detriment to ourselves requires support because we have had all of this support in drinking, smoking, getting high, you know, being um, promiscuous, you know, and that's where the real contagion actually is with all of these bodies that are saturated with the chemicals and the decay, the decomposition and the rot of pigs and cows and chickens and turkeys and you're having sex all over the place. I'm just saying that creates sexually transmitted disease or infection, you understand? But otherwise, just breathing and going around and you never, it doesn't come out, it's not like that. And these people are having you to really be breathing in. I'm telling you, this is going to escalate whatever the sickness is that's already there. But the people are afraid. You understand, people are afraid to to go against that which is government when the government itself represents the evil in the world in terms of the violation, those ones who have signed off on the genocide. You understand, so if, if the people were really concerned about people dying, then cigarettes and alcohol would not be everywhere. They would not be supporting that because those products have killed more people than all of the wars that these people have engaged in. And so our coming to a point and place where we are willing to stand in the light of who we are as these points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that we are consciously caring to be cleared and cleansed so that we can be reconciled and harmonized and restored and revitalized, revivified, and to be a resurrected people in the light of being harmonized with the divinity and the order of existence itself. So that we can literally take responsibility for creating the heaven on earth. Because there's a peace, there's a poise, there's a conscious care to exalt life. To facilitate the exchange and the sharing of the gifts that we each have. To create value in the world. Not through the depletion of the earth. Or the oppression and the degradation of the people the murder and the slaughter and the, des- the uh, destruction of the ecological balance of the, of the planet. We have access to much greater light than that. And so the who that we each are is God. We're creating. And God not creating life is the God that can be called the devil, Satan or Lucifer. 
in, in the context of our society, then those forces are manifesting as organized religion, government, and the corporate deities of death, business. And so in our living, in our loving, in our forgiving, let us be diligent in our conscious care to be consistently cleansing, to facilitate the healing, the wholeness, the oneness, the peace, the poise, the power, the independence, and the true faith and confidence and assurance of the triumph of absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom, and truth is our reality. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle. This is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. <laughs>